But um, yeah. Every week we've been looking at Lars von Trier's Depression trilogy, and yeah, um, we watched. We talked about Antichrist on two weeks ago. Talked about melancholia last week, and today we're here to talk about nymphomaniac. Um, Hitler said, "Sorry, can't find what you're looking for. Maybe I'll open it in a browser." Yeah, I don't. I don't, yeah, just check it out, Teddy. I'll, I can also just send it to you directly to your DMs. No biggie. There's no biggie here. Um, also, let me just go ahead and um, you know, update the the um the what's it called the goal thing here. But um, yeah. Whew. Sorry, guys. Um, but yeah, today we're talking about Lars von Trier's Nymphomaniac. We're not talking about Volume One and Volume Two. I watched both film, both both volumes. So we're gonna talk about the film in general as one as it is because it was it's supposed to be one film. It's just what's it called? Uh, broken up into what's it called? Um, yeah, it's broken up into separate volumes. Let me just find out here what is our. Um, so we have. We have goals here. We have typical progress. 164.43 plus, let's hold, let's see, hold on. Um, $50. So 50, uh, help me out here, guys. Uh, 164 plus 50 is 11, 214.43. All right, two hundred fourteen forty-three. Oh shit. Two hundred and fourteen point forty-three. All right, there we go. So that's there. So we are. Jesus Christ, I'm probably. I'm starting to think maybe I should have put up the the what's it called the the goal at a higher, um, what's it called um, a higher one, but um, yeah. Either way. Either way, uh, I don't think you'll get it all today. <laughs> no, I doubt we'll get it all today. But um, it's still that's that's what we have right now. So um, thank you all. Thank you so much. Um, Nymphomaniac. So let's go ahead and talk about this. Let me go ahead and introduce the film to you all. Um, Nymphomaniac. Uh, what's it called? It's it's stylized as nymph, and then two parentheses. To make it look like fucking vagina, it's it's kind of really stupid. But then again, Lars is as far up his ass as he can be. Uh, but yeah, that's that's him. That's that's who he is. But um, is a 2013 European two-part erotic art film written and directed by Lars von Trier. The film stars um, Gabby. Can we go ahead and delete that, please? The film stars. Uh, sh- thank you. Uh, film stars Charlotte Gainsbourg, Stellan Skarsgård, Stacey Martin, Shia LaBeouf, Christian Slater, uh, Jamie Bell, Uma Thurman, Willem Dafoe, and Connie Nielsen. Thank you so much, Gabby. Um, the plot follows Joe, played by Gainsbourg and Martin, a self-diagnosed nymphomaniac who recounts, who recounts her erotic experiences to a bachelor who helps her recover from an assault. The narrative chronicles Joe's promiscuous life from adolescence to adulthood and is split into eight chapters told across two volumes. Uh, yeah, no, don't worry about it, Gabby. Thank you. Thank you. 
Um, the narrative chronicles Joe okay, in chapters told across two volumes. The film was originally supposed to be only one complete entry, but because of the length, Von Trier made the film made the decision to split the project into two separate films. Nymphomaniac was an international co-production of Denmark, Belgium, France, and Germany. The world premiere of the uncut volume one in volume one occurred on February 16, 2014, at the 64th. Berlin International Film Festival, and while the uncut volume two premiered at the 71st Venice International Film Festival, I have watched the uncut versions, um, and I'll talk more about that in a bit. The world premiere of the director's cut took place on Copenhagen, on Copen in Copenhagen, Copenhagen, on September 10th, 2014. It was nominated for the 2014 Nordic Council Film Prize. Nymphomaniac is the third and final install, installment in Von Trier's unofficially titled Depression Trilogy following Antichrist and Melancholia. Um, cinematography done by Manuel Alberto Claro. And, you know, it's... The, together, the film sits at... So, here we go. 117 minutes for the theatrical, regular theatrical cut of Volume 1, which is... An hour and forty-seven minutes, but the but the uncut version of Volume One is two hours and twenty-five minutes. Volume Two's uh, theatrical cut is two hours and four minutes, <laughs> uh, while the uncut version of Volume Two is three hours. So both volumes together. Um, both volumes together for the theatrical version is 241 minutes, while the uncut version is 325 minutes. And I have watched both versions now. I think the version I watched this week was the theatrical, and I have watched the uncut version. Um, I love this film. Um, I This is one of my favorite movies of all time, and I, and I get it. Um, by the way, y'all, if you're in here, you are... 18 plus and you what's it called are fine with having to hear discussions about sexuality and the um, and the concept and the basis of sex and sexual intercourse so I am gonna what's it called keep it to, to that yeah so if anybody needs to get out I mean this is your time but like you know if you still want to be in here and support it's, it's very much uh, very appreciated but this is one of my favorite movies of all time um, it's a movie that I constantly, well, don't constantly revisit, but I revisit it thematically uh, because of my my interest and my fascination with sex and sexuality and the way that, um, especially in here, that sex is a coping mechanism for trauma. Um, and I think that this is this one's my favorite of the, the the three movies that he's that he makes in this in this trilogy. Even though Melancholia is absolutely genius as well, and I love that film, this one to me is uh, is better. And it's 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 to me it's it's a near it's a real it's honestly to me it's a perfect film to me. Uh, the second time around watching Volume Two does make a lot more sense, and I understand where he takes a lot of the character decisions that he takes in Volume Two. Of course, he also makes decisions you know to be a provocateur as he is. But Lars, I think, creates a very, very interesting and very, um, uh, a very thematically intelligent film um, in which he discusses uh, trauma, depression, mental health, and um, and sex addiction through the eyes of a character who's 
not the most um not the most how can I say this um she they're not the most likable they're not very you know they're they're not very um what's 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 the word I'm trying to say here they're, they're, it's not a likable character it's not a redeemable character you know a lot of what she says um are not good things she says a lot of things that you know that you as a viewer should not agree with with the things that she says but what you feel for is this woman's uh life and how she's been manipulated manipulated by so many men and the only men that she has really trusted and loved was her father and her father lost himself to his uh, disease and he has, and he dies from it so you know it's a very it's a very um it's very it's a very interesting film where you kind of discuss the basis of how you know this character create what's it called a uh, began their sex addiction and how it leads to that sorry i need to get a drink of my water because my, my my mouth is my mouth and my throat are dry but um yeah this film is just the, the shot you know once again i i say it again von trier has his style and he he sure does have it uh, he loves that like documentary esque type of filmmaking that makes it feel like it's a documentary, but at the same time it's not. You know, it's very narrative, but are very but he he's very handheld. He goes handheld with the camera. He uh he what's it called? Um, he loves to you know move the camera. Uh, what's it called? Re close and really close to your face. Uh, uh, I'm not gonna read that, but uh, thank you for the follow. Um, I I, I saw that. Uh, yeah. You aren't going to get me with that one. Hi, I'm new. What's going on, dude? But, um, Lars creates one, probably one of the uh, most interesting, what's it called, films uh, discussing this that I do, that I, that I, um, that I really like to watch. I like to watch, I like, really like this film. Do you like, man, um, I, I'm not even, yeah, I'm just going to let you do your thing. Um, I'm doing, um, I'm doing, I'm going to talk about my stuff I have to talk about here. Um, the film, you know, frames its, 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 um, its sex, it really intimately, it's not, so like, you know, other films such as like Gaspar Noé's Love, um, you know, Gaspar Noé's Love are so intricate in the way that they, Gabby, just, yeah, just, yeah, thank you. Um, Gaspar Noé's love just—it's—it's it's beautifully framed, and the colors are so rich. Where here, so much of what Lars is doing is so muted, and so what's it called? It's—it's uh, it's so drained of life and color. But the—the—the the, the life that Joe is living is so drained of her of her of her of her, of her life. You know, she's she's never had a relationship that truly feels like it's you know, it's something. It doesn't feel like it's. It never feels like it's 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 worth it. it. It's always felt like if she's always been put down and never been you know cared for, um, and you know in a sense you know she also has some faults in there too. She you know there's multiple times where Joe completely disregards for the other people in her life too, but she's very upfront about what she wants in her in her life. But whereas, but it's a very portrayed in a very dark and very grim look at it all because it's, you're just recounting with this person. You're, Joe's recounting her life to this stranger who, you know, and, and she's, and she, and she mentions it multiple times. Joe's is like, Joe is like, 
there's a lot of men who I've discussed my sexual trauma and my and my trauma with, and they've only used it to basically get in my pants, and and you know, um, um, Stalin. I can't remember. I can't remember his name. Uh, Stalin Skarsgård's character um, just talks about, you know, tells her like like don't worry, I'm asexual and I'm a virgin, and of course at the end you find out like you know. You, you know, even though he was all those things, he still tries to sleep with her, and it's uh, you know, she, they're, they're, for Joe, there just never seems to be somebody who can be there for her. And in a way, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go ahead and just bring this up again. Something that you know that I had to bring up for melancholia. <laughs> Look, dude, I need you. To stop. <sighs> Look, Federico, you are working on the set. Stop donating your money. You're gonna get paid. You, you let other people do this. Oh man. Oh, man. We hit our goal, y'all. Because I get my notifications from from stream element, from, from, uh, from, I get it from, from PayPal. I know who's, who's giving it to me. Um, uh, thank you all so much. Um, I guess I now have to make another goal on how much, about how, how, what we're going to do. But, um, I thank you, um. Seems like a good plan. Thank you, Dibs. Uh, thank you for being here, dude. Thanks for being here. Um, what's going on? How you doing? Um, yes. So let's go ahead and reiterate this. We finally hit our goal today. We raised three hundred dollars, and um, we're gonna be doing a watch along commentary of Salo or the one hundred twenty days of Sodom from Bier Paolo Basolini. Paisano was good. David B with the David B with that fire music, baby. How you doing? You want to be on the watch along for this? I promise you, you're gonna want to. Um, so we made it three hundred dollars raised for before I leave's upcoming crowdfund. Any more? Uh, yeah, please. Let's call the shout out, David B. Uh, any more money that comes in, you know, if you would like to donate, it would. It's gonna go all to the fund. We'll find more goals to do and what we can do for fun stuff as we um, as we go on. But this was the first, what's it called, uh, goal I had, and we are going to do it. And, um, yeah, I'm ready to suffer. And um, I hope I don't eat chocolate cake while I'm eating this. So you'll find out that reference later. Um, but going back to the film, how are you doing, uh, David B.? I hope you're doing well, man. Um, you know... Joe is constantly at a, you know, at a crossroads of like, do I trust these people? Do I, do I, what's it called? Um, do I, do I trust you? Do I trust you? Should I, when, when we watch in the movie? I mean, hmm. Um, I mean, it was already done. So, do, what, Let's go ahead. Well, so look, first I will grab my my panel of people, uh, of people who I need. Oh yes, uh, David B is going to be joining us for WrestleMania weekend as we do our watch along this week. 
So please tune into that on the Nerdcore uh, Twitch uh, at twitch.tv slash Nerdcore and on YouTube. Uh, let's go ahead and grab our panel first, Rachel, and then I'll organize a day where we can do our uh, discussion, our, our watch along. But, um, you know, if Brad wants to do it, I'll probably do like a simulcast of, uh, the, of the Nerdcore and of... Uh, I'll probably do. I'll probably do it on the Nerdcore. If Brad wants to do it, if Brad doesn't want to do it, I'll do it on my channel. But yeah. Um. Either way, we'll, we'll find out. We'll find out. I'm, I'll be eating something that isn't pizza. Mongolian, probably right. Mongolian. But um. <laughs> um. Thank you all so much. I mean, it it really does mean a lot how much you all believe in my vision for this film and how much you guys believe in me and how much. I'm trying to do all I can to make my movie happen so we can finish this up. Um, I really do thank you all for that. So, um, yeah, so Joe constantly is looking for somebody just not even to understand her, you know. She's looking for somebody who can just be there for her. And it's sad that there's multiple people who have tried to do it, but they are, they're not there for the right reasons. And they're not there doing it correctly. They're not doing it the way that they should be doing it. You know, they're not doing it with good intentions. So... Um, you know, like I said, the sex is, is the sex is, I mean, it's, it's, it's framed there. It's framed uh, pretty, pretty, uh, interestingly. I, I like, I like the lighting choices they go with. I will say this though. I w I did find out. So this is unsimulated sex within the film, but it's not with the actors you're watching. So it's not like, so you're not looking, you're not seeing Charlotte Gainsbourg actually getting, you know, what's it called? Penetrated in the film. You're not seeing Shia LaBeouf penetrate someone. You're not seeing Stacey Martin. Uh, they're actually they actually used um, they actually used uh, adult film uh, adult film stars um, within the movie to be the body doubles, which to me, um, I, I mean it. It also it always comes down to direction. You know, that's very clever of them. Yeah, yeah, it's it's clever. It always comes down to direction to me because why time it always comes down to direction from Lars and how you kind of frame what you're showing and how you're approaching what you're showing. You know, because to me, when I watch the film, it never feels like porn. It never feels like it. It never looks like it. It looks like, um, hey, Gabby, let's just go ahead and ban this person. Uh, don't, don't even, no wasting time. Um, it, it, it never, it never feels like porn. Yeah. So, no, <laughs> no, not, 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 not Teddy, not Teddy. <laughs> Unban Teddy. Don't do that. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh man. <laughs> Oh, you got Teddy. <laughs> but um, it, it never um. Oh, hold on. Um, what's it called? Uh, Federico Fellini's. What's it called? The uh, message. What's it called? Tip came with a message. Complete your movie, my child, and bring the Fellini name back to cinema. <laughs> no. Tam, be Teddy being bad, yeah. Teddy's being real bad. <laughs> um, Teddy, Teddy got bad. No time. Wait, time me out now. <laughs> yeah, Teddy, Teddy's here to make my time terrible. But um, you know, 
I I also read that like somebody on some one of the actresses on set was like, you know, no, I'm not gonna, you know, I'm not gonna have, you know, I'm not, I'm an actress, I'm not a whore, I'm not gonna, what's it called, do my scenes, what's it called, myself. And honestly, I think that that's the wrong way to go about it. Um, that's not right uh, because I think that, you know, I'm not I'm not saying that you need to that every actress should do their own sex scenes, but like, you know, don't don't call someone a whore for uh, doing their own sex scenes. I think that's kind of fucking messed up. Um, but I, um, I, I, I love the way that we frame it in here. And I love the way that, that we kind of, uh, go throughout this journey of this woman's trauma and we uncover parts and bits and pieces of her, you know, we, we, we go through her life and we find out, you know, she was with Jerome, Shia LaBeouf's character. We, um, we, she, you know, she gets, she gets more and more, um, what's it called? Her body more and more deteriorates after, you know, constant, you know, what's it called? Um, uh, what's it called? Constant sexual activity. Uh, there are some very fucked up things within this film, like, you know, uh, and I'm going to go ahead and uh, put it out there. Um, you know, you know, you're going to want to mute this if you don't want to hear about, you know, um, about what I'm about to bring up um, in the script before getting, uh, yeah, well, Dibs, Typically, yes, but you, um, you do have the right to, you know, you have the right to not do what, do not do like those scenes. You have the right to not, you know, film what you want to film. Um, but like if Lars was up front and said, um, I wanted, I want my actors to have sex with each other and have unsimulated sex, like in Gaspar Noé's, um, love, then yeah, you know, if they would agree, they were going to do it. But, like, I'm pretty sure that Lars was like, you know, you don't actually have to do it. You can, this, what's it called? Um, You can, um, you can, um, we can have doubles. You always have doubles. There's doubles for everything, you know, uh, within film. But, um, you know, once again, here's a warning you want to mute uh, because there's going to be a very graphic detailing of something that happens in the film. Um, so, uh, here we go. I'm going to say it. Okay, if you're muted, you're going to be fine with it. You know, there's some very fucked up things that happen here. You know, there's a, there's a what's it called a, a a home a home abortion that she gives herself to what's it called uh to because she was 11 months pregnant, uh not 11 months I'm sorry um 11 weeks pregnant and fucking 11 months imagine that no that that just I don't think that's a baby anymore I think you just like I think you ate a fucking Taco Bell burrito that's just not coming out <laughs> you know she gives herself a home abortion and um you know. Because she was 11 weeks pregnant and she couldn't, you know, she couldn't, they, they weren't legally allowing her and they were, you know, questioning her. Which, by the way, I mean, it's just fucked up within the film just how much they were asking her and like, you know, she's, she's you know, you find out within the film that, you know, the, the child that they have, they gave him up into foster care because, you know, the father couldn't take care of it and the mother was neglecting the child too much. So, you know, he, there was no way of, there was no way, there was no other thing that they were going to do unless, you know, you know be parents, but they obviously were not ready to be parents and they were not being parents. So, you know, they gave up the kid into foster care and when she gets pregnant again, she, she gives herself a home abortion and, um, you know, you, you, you see it and it's like, it's fucked up. It's so fucked up to see, but like, you know, you're, you're kind of going through this very, 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 um, graphic detailing of her life. So you're going to see things like that. And it, and it, to me, it builds up more and more of like, how, why Joe is the way that she is and why Joe has, why Joe neglects her, herself is because everybody neglected her and nobody really gave her the time 
to, you know, to really, you know, you know, um, nurture her. You know, she had her father and her father loved her, but like it wasn't enough because she never got the love that she wanted from her mother. And, um, she, you know, you know, she was never, she was never given that fair amount of time and love that they, that they could have given her. And it led her to expressing her trauma, expressing her trauma through, uh, you know, sex. And, um, you know, she, she also goes to, you know, <laughs> which by the way, Jamie Bell, I can't believe the guy who played Tintin in the adventures of Tintin was a, was a, was a sadist in here. Um, you know, you know, she goes to Mr. K, to K, Jamie Bell, who, you know, dominates her. And, um, uh, her mom, uh, her mom, you know, her mom, I love Jamie Bell. Yeah. Uh, her mom in the film is present, but she's not present, you know, like, she lives there, she feeds her, but like, you know, are you actually being a mother if you're not, you know, you know, talking to your child, if you're not talking with them and, and listening to them and, and giving them guidance, you know, all she had was her father, but even then, like, you know, that wasn't enough because her father was falling to her disease, to his disease, so, you know, Mr. Uh, Kay, you know, during this time that she sees Kay, she's having a hard time, you know, climaxing, she's having a hard time having an orgasm, so, you know, she's being, she's being dominated and nothing's working. Like, you know, she, you know, she, he, he constantly inspects her, you know, she, he, like, he puts in two fingers inside her, inside her vagina and she, she, she checks every day if she's, if she's, what's it called, uh, she's orgasming or not, like nothing, nothing needs to be working. And, um, well, not going to lie, I wanted to get you with a Joe Mama Joe, <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, um, you know, and, it takes a lot to her to finally get to the point where she can climax again. Like, you know, throughout all these sessions, it's until she's, she has somebody, she has Kay use the, uh, cat of nine tails, which is, um, like, like a sort of like whip with like nine attached blood knots on it. So, which fucking like by the looks of it, that shit hurt like a motherfucker. But, um, you know, that's what helps her climax. And she finds, she feels like she gets her, um, her sexual freedom back, but she also gets her, um, you know, her, her ability, she takes back her body, she takes it back, but, you know, she goes to, like, sex there, sex addiction therapy, and she meets people who like her, like her, but she doesn't, she feels like she's being made to feel, like, um, ashamed of her and her past, and how, about what she does, which leads her, you know, to get out of that, and she joins organized crime, and she uses her, her, you know, her, her seduction techniques to, you know, to, what's it called, to, to become a debt collector and all these things. And she grooms a 15 year old girl to eventually work in the business when she turns 18 and she falls for Jerome and, you know, they beat her ass. They, they, Jerome beats her ass. Uh, her, what's it called? The girl that she groomed pisses on her and, and, uh, Jerome fucks, um, fucks the girl in front of, um, in front of Joe. So, you know, like, like Joe's had a really freaking tough life and it's, it's, um, she constantly has had to at the at the end of the she's had to finally she's she's constantly had to have the butt the 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 butt end of it all you know she's had to take the front of it and um, she's had to you know suffer most of the, most of it while the people that you know that 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 have hurt her and manipulated her have never really you know repented for their actions in a sense like they've never you know they never you know thought about what they've done and how they how they've hurt her. And, um, yeah, I, I love this film. I, I think it's really one of my favorite movies of all time. Like, 
I mean, I'm not lying. It is my favorite, one of my favorite movies of all time. It's in my top ten. Uh, I think that just the way that 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 Lars frames shots at times within this film is just it's just genius. I don't think it's the movie that you know you all want to watch. That like you're like oh like I feel really sad today and like I need to watch something that lifts me up. Like this isn't the, the this is not the movie. Uh, these doesn't th- these aren't characters that are redeemable. Nobody here is like is a good person. Like they all have things that are wrong with them, but you sympathize with the things that are wrong with Joe, and you sympathize with the reasons why that she's the way that she is. But um, I I um I think oh how could I forget about this? It is nuts, and I'm I'm telling you it is absolutely nuts. Uma Thurman is in here for one scene, for one singular scene, and she outacts everybody in this film. Every single time I rewatch this movie, both volumes, I watch it and I'm like, wow, Uma Thurman was in this film for one scene, and she outacted Charlotte Gainsbourg, Stacey Martin, Stellan Skarsgård, Shia LaBeouf. Everybody. Um, I don't want to ruin that scene for you all. If you want to, you can go check it out. Uh, Uma Thurman is just genius in this movie, and I love her. And um, her just that scene that she's in, I she's just it's it's amazing. Like she she really goes out of the, like she really does great in that scene, and it's crazy how talented she is. Like. In the matter, the film, like, together, you're looking at a five-hour film, 525-minute film, and in the matter of, like, 10, 15 minutes, she, like, outacts everyone in that freaking movie. That scene, yeah, it is really good, David. She's really good in that one. Um, but, um, yeah, man. Um, I love this film. We'll see what we're going to talk about next week. I'm, I'll probably, you know, what's it called? The film is a rock watch for me personally, but that scene sticks. Yeah. Yeah, it's, David, it's it's rough. It's really rough, dude. Like, the abortion scene is rough to look at, you know. Um, just, there's a lot of stuff in this movie that's really rough. But, like, I think that it's just really masterful, uh, you know, filmmaking and just storytelling. And uh, it's not one that I'm planning to rewatch anytime soon, again. Uh, but I, it is one of my favorite movies of all time. But that scene is so good, dude. It's so good. It's one of, probably one of my favorite scenes of all time. But um, I'll probably decide what film to watch um, to talk about next week. And um, yeah, this is the guy who made Antichrist. So this is that's the Antichrist, Melancholia, and Nymphomaniac. You know, make up the 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 his tril- his depression trilogy, which is like it's unofficially called the depression trilogy, but it's they're all discussing bits and pieces of what. Um, what Lars's um, depression looks like, and I mean, honestly, I, I I'm pretty sure that what's it called? Um, Lars was talking about his father passing away when when uh, when when Christian Slater dies in the movie, and you know, uh, if you once again, like I said, to watch these films is to kind of understand bits and pieces of Lars, and I hate the fact that I under, that I understand how Lars feels, and I hate that I relate to the way that Lars feels sometimes. Because like Lars is a piece of shit and he's and he's so far up his ass, but like I fucking love his movies. I love his movies. And um yeah, 
<laughs> yup, David. Yup. Um, we talked about Antichrist two weeks ago. You'll find the video on the YouTube channel, dude. But um, yeah, it's that Antichrist is rough, bro. It is rough. Like that's a that's a date movie. That's a movie that you just want to you know sit down on the couch and watch with uh, with your partner. You know, it's a, it's a wonderful date movie. But um, <clears throat> but yes, um, love this film, and I um. I, I'm glad that we were able to do this run through films I'll never revisit. Yeah, man, I, I understand. I understand. One time is good enough. Um, so we'll talk about what we're going to watch next week. But as you can tell, guys, today alone, um, we made it. We did our goal. And what's it called? We, we, we completed our goal. And I want to thank you all so much again from the bottom of my heart. Uh, it means so much to me to um, to have the support that I have from you all. And I truly, truly don't know what I would do without y'all. Um, I, 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 want, I want to be able to fund this film and I want to be able to, you know, to make this film happen, but also get stuff like a score for it. You know, I, I'm, I, I mentioned it to David B that I wanted him to score it. And, you know, we just don't have enough money right now for it. So we'll, we'll talk about it when we reach that, when we reach that point in the film. Uh, funding but like there's things that I really want for this movie and I want to be able to run this through the festivals I want to be able to you know to have enough money to so we don't have to worry about it and like I said I'm going to be transparent I put in my stimulus to this film I, my $1,400 that I got for my stimulus I, I put it into this I I, I um I didn't um, I didn't want money to have to be an issue so you know we're going to do all we can and um, I just I really wanted to make this happen because not just for me, but the community that I'm representing within that I'm that I'm that I'm uh, representing within the film. Um, you know, not just not just the Latino community, but also the LGBTQ plus community, and of course, dude, I my nose is itching like a motherfucker. But um, what I've done, you know, having to shop this around, you know, constant uh, m multiple consultants and um, and having an onset coordinator for the intimacy scenes, like. You know, I, I do this for the community that we're representing, but also just to be able to, you know, I've said it multiple times. This film is, this film is dedicated to a lot of the friends in the community and a lot of people that I know in my life who have shared their story and I've never seen their story be told on screen. So I'm doing all I can to kind of put that out there for them. But with that said, it's been a lot of fun. More to come about when our Salo watch along will be, and we'll be back on on uh, Wednesday for Energy Gone Alive, and we'll have another goal set. We'll see what we can do. I'll think about it. Um, I can do twenty four hour streams because that's just too much for me. Uh, and also, my mom would kill me hearing me talk that loud at like three in the morning. So let's be real. Um, that's not gonna happen anytime soon. Not as long as I'm in this house. Um, and I don't think you want to see uh, me get murdered on live on 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 TV on on, on screen. But um, let's go ahead and um, let's see if we can raid somebody. I don't know if Gabby is ready to stream yet. My nose is itching. Um. No, nobody's streaming on my end. Let's go look for somebody. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I just forgot. 
this weekend, Friday and Saturday, April 10th and April 11th, we are doing our WrestleMania watch along. So if you want to be there and watch us, you can go to twitch.tv slash nerdcore. Excuse me. Sorry about that. Um, David B is going to be there. Hopefully Aiden's going to, I think Aiden got the days off. So Aiden's going to be there. Hopefully Burke will be there. I'm going to be there. We're going to try to invite as many people as we can. It's going to be a lot of fun. Day one on Friday, we'll do that. And um, yeah, man, I'm I'm so excited, man. I'm really excited. I'm, look, fuck Hulk Hogan, fuck Logan Paul. You know, I hate those people. But like, I'm just ready to chill, have fun with my friends, and watch some wrestling. And uh, I know David's ready for this. Um, so I'm really excited. And um, as always, you guys can check me out on on everywhere at the Nerd Chicano, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, right here, make sure you're following me on Twitch. And also go to YouTube and search up my um, my YouTube channel because sadly um, I don't have a hundred subs yet. But when we get there, I get my custom URL and I can what's it called um, have my own URL and I no longer have to you know worry about numbers and letters. What's it called? Numbers and letters in the link. So my my ad won't be this long anymore. So just go ahead and uh, subscribe. Go. Look, I'm gonna drop it in here in chat. Go and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Help me get to 50 subs- to 100 subscribers, and let's go ahead and get the, the what's it called? Um, to get my custom URL. It would mean a lot. We'll see if we can do something special for um, for um, for what's it called? Um, for 100 subscribers. So we'll look at what happens uh, for next one next week's movie. Um, I'm gonna start filming some videos after this after I eat my lunch. So we'll see if, if I get done with the videos I need to get done with and I finish up the set, we can do our, our One Car Y retrospective on Friday. And uh, with that said, but yeah, no, David, uh, Hulk Hogan needs to fucking go. He needs to go. With that being said, though, I uh, hope you all had a wonderful time. And I will catch you all on Wednesday for another episode of The Nerd Gone Live. And as always, I love you all so much. Thank you for always believing me and believing in me. And thank you for always supporting my vision and for, for my films. And I really hope I, I, I make you all proud with what we're doing here because we are doing making something really special. So without further ado, I will see you all later. And for now, um, I don't know. I don't really have an outro. So just um, I'll catch you later. <laughs>